Hey guys, you're listening to FAQ Toronto, brand new podcast dedicated for Toronto with the most focused podcast ever created just for Toronto. If you're brand new to this city, don't worry, we got you covered. In a relationship, don't worry, we got you covered. News stories, local news stories for real people, we got you covered. This is FAQ Toronto. Spread the word and subscribe. I'm your host, Peter Platinum Phillips. Now let's get into episode one. Peter speaking. Hi, Peter. Derek, how are you? Hey, Derek. Thank you for calling. Uh, no worries. No worries. Um, I appreciate you reaching out initially in regards to you know possibly being on your on your radio show. Yes, absolutely. In actual fact, Derek, um, you guys are about to be our first guest on our brand new project, which is called FAQ Toronto. And I came across your Twitter post actually on Noir Love. And I know it's it's you and your partner. Let's jump right into this. Noir Love. I love the name. Why did you guys think Toronto needs this? Well, I think, you know, this is my wife and I. We essentially realized that there's a lot of opportunities for people to find love. Um, Unfortunately, we realized that a lot of people in Toronto were not necessarily connecting, specifically black professionals, which goes with, the, the aspect that if, as a professional, you're probably very busy, be it that, you know, you work downtown Toronto, you're commuting in, you live downtown Toronto, and you're busy with your work work life, um, as well as people that are entrepreneurs and have their own businesses. You know, it's hard to find someone once you're out of, quote unquote, formal schooling or, you know, graduate school, it's just you're busy. But tell me something, Derek, because yep. what you guys are doing, um, this noir love, what caught my attention is it reminded me <clears throat> of a film which came out, I believe, in the 90s, like a Love Jones film. And it, was, it mm-hmm. felt like this is something where mature people, I don't know, in their 30s, 40s maybe, um, are, you know, they've gone on the apps, they've done the apps, the apps haven't worked out for them. So now we're going back to how people normally meet face-to-face is that the conception that's coming up from Noir Love? You know what? That's an aspect. Um, one thing that we we do hope to be able to roll out in 2020 is the ability for people to also connect with the Noir Love community online. One big thing that we want to create, which we believe we, we may be the first within the black professional community, is what we call an Omni experience, where you can connect both at our live events as well as online as well. So that's something that we think would be really powerful. And just as a personal caveat, my wife and I, we met online. Wow. And we actually met through an international relationship where she was based in Canada and I was based in the United States. Wow. So if it wasn't through an online platform, we would have never met. So we're actually big proponents of online, but <laughs> we're mindful that in terms of Canada, there's no online platform that is quote-unquote catering to black professionals and to the best of our knowledge there's no black dating site (laughs) anywhere that focuses on black professionals and i'm not saying broadly all black people there are things that do that (laughs) yeah but black professionals is very specific and that's why we created it as such okay so look um i'm gonna i'm gonna play devil's advocate why is it important 
that there is a black platform for people to meet black people? Because I'm guessing there's there's websites like Plenty of Fish, there's Tinder, there's Bumblebee, there's Coffee and Bagel. Why do you believe it is important, especially here in Canada as well, and Toronto? I mean, it is a bustling city with so many different people from different places. I honestly find it hard to believe that people can't find people to meet. No, the opposite. I mean, I, I, I think about my experiences personally, and you know, I you know to be very transparent. You know, I wanted to, my wife to be black. That was <laughs> okay. really important to me. Yeah. and you know, and I think that there's a lot of people, both black men and black women, that want their spouse to be black. I mean, I think that's the very reason why you have things such as dating. Right. Jewish people want to marry Jewish people too. <laughs> okay. And I think that there's point. no reason that. You know, black people shouldn't have an option of having something that's catering to this particular demographic, you know. And I'm all game for people that, you know, want to have more inclusive or, you know, broader offerings. You go to Match.com for that, you know. You go to eHarmony. That's already existed for a long time. But there's a caveat. A lot of people we talk to say that a lot of times when they go on these platforms, they may not necessarily be getting the love that they want to from the broader community. Or if they are looking for someone that is of the same background in terms of being black, they actually can't find that many options. Mm. Now, you know, here's something really interesting, Derek, that I read um, earlier on this week. And um, it's funny how we're having this conversation now on FAQ Toronto. But I heard a friend of mine told me she can't find any black professionals downtown, which I felt that was a little bit strange i said there are black people working downtown um they may be in relationships but she was of the belief that you know that it's just non-existent or for her trying to even engage someone in a conversation she found that difficult would you agree with that i i I would i would have a little bit more nuance personally i think that it is difficult to find black people regardless of being black professional men or black professional women but I think there's a lot of reasons for that. If you are, look at, you know, a lot of my colleagues, a lot of my friends are black lawyers right. at corporate law firms. If you work at a corporate law firm, you're probably getting to work around nine, and you're, if you're lucky, you're leaving work around ten. That doesn't really leave a lot of time for dating, you know? So unless you're meeting someone at the bar association meeting, talking about your area of law, or you're referring back to your colleagues from law school, mm. or maybe, you know, undergrad you're probably not going to need that many black professionals on a regular basis, you know, because you're so incredibly busy. The same goes for capital markets, investment banking, sales and trading. You're going to have a hard time. But I was just, you know, I was, and, sorry, to, sorry to interrupt there. I was just going to say, are we really that busy? Um, I, I, to be honest with you, I think a lot of us are that busy, but there's a lot of other factors, I think, for both black men and black women, the, the salience of getting your career established is very pronounced. And I have a lot of young lady friends that are about their business, building their career as they should. And a lot of times it may not necessarily lend itself towards just quote unquote hanging out to just find somebody, you know? And I also feel a lot of people are waiting later on to find that special person. I think in the past there was a lot more, I don't think it was more of the social norm to get married in your 20s. You know, mm-hmm. younger 20s before you, quote unquote, have it all together with I have my own house, I have my own car. But things have changed. Yeah. You know, you know, like now, it's, I think for many people, it's the norm to get married in your 30s. <laughs> That's the norm. 
you know, you get married in your 30s when you're already, quote-unquote, established. I think that goes even double for black men, where a lot of times brothers are wanting to establish themselves. And if establishing yourself takes longer than you have anticipated, that will also impact people being receptive to getting married. Like, you don't think that you're, you're where you want to be. You may not be as keen, where I think, you know, by and large, a lot of our sisters have established themselves quicker. They've been more successful. Do you honestly think, since you're from the States and you've come to Toronto, Canada, and you've experienced um, a lot of the relationship issues of women, professional women finding partners and what have you, do you think there's a major difference there in Toronto compared to the States? Astronomical difference, I think, that... When it comes to, and I think this is more of a regional perception, you know, I'm from the South, and I think it was very telling from my now, at the time we first started dating my girlfriend, now wife, is that I think Southern black men are very different than Canadian black men in the GTA, by and large. And this is just my own personal perception. (laughs) I think that black men in the South are, I think, more intentional about seeking black women for marriage. Wow. That's just my perception. (laughs) You know, I also think it has an impact in terms of the quorum, in terms of like, you know, the Southern chivalry type thing. Like, my wife, when we first were dating, would barely touch a door. We went alone, pull out her own chair or walk on the wrong side of the street. I mean, it's little things like that that most people, one, might think of a throwback from the 1970s or 60s, but where I'm from, if your woman is touching a door to open it for herself, you've made an error. <laughs> if she's pulling out her own chair, that's a problem, you know, and by paying the bill for a meal, especially when you're first dating, is the norm. Oh, I that hear is like the norm. Things are very, you know, yeah. I hear that things are a little bit different in yeah. Canada, yeah. you know, in terms yeah. of the brothers, their reception of the black woman or being about it. Yeah. And, you know, let's just say that I know many of the ladies here that if they lived in the U.S. South, with yeah. black men there, they would be married a long time ago, it, maybe a decade early. No, you are so you are so true. It's what's what's really interesting. And I find um, I honestly believe the Noir Love brand is going to take off. And that's the reason why we wanted you on, right? Um, we, not just for promo. We just, we're not getting paid for this or anything. We just believe in what you're doing. And what's really interesting is um, there's a, uh, a TV show which is based in Atlanta and it's called Ready to Love. Now, I don't know if you've seen this show, but um, I recommend you give it a view because they basically get six women, six guys, um, from African American and black women, and they meet each other for the first time, and then they go on various dates and they get self eliminated depending on if they can find a partner. And the show is just wrapped up for the second season. Now, what's interesting in this show, the women that are featured on the show are highly intelligent, um, they've got all of their businesses down to a pat, great women, great guys on there as well. But I found that the women on the show were far more mature in mindset and attributes than the guys. The guys literally, I mean, there was a physical attraction, but they literally focused, I mean, these are guys in their 30s, 40s, and some in their, close to their 50s. But when you watch the show, if you haven't watched the show, if, when our audience watches the show, a lot of the guys literally just focused on the physical attributes rather than getting deep into mindset, conversation, personality, 
and it's telling at the end. I won't give the game away, but um, do you find that there's more professional women um, focusing on their careers and there's just not enough black men who are on that same level? Um, I think that's a, that's a question that's going to be for another show. But <laughs> okay. in terms of getting into like some of the nitty-gritty, I think that you have to look at the issue of there's a, there's a, a significant proportion of black men that are, one, incarcerated. There, that, that pretty much takes those individuals out of the quote-unquote black professional dating pool to start off with. Um, two, there's underemployment of a lot of black men even for those that do have, quote-unquote, the qualifications. Hmm. Um, and then three, to be honest with you, I feel that black women, I think, have just, you know, to be honest with you, they've just done well. Yeah. Black women are just doing very well. As a collective, they're doing very well. Mm, very very proud of them as a collective. They're just doing well. And I think for a lot of black women, I think a lot of times black women in, on large are all looking for the exact same guy, mm. the exact same brother that is, handsome, <laughs> have stuff together, he has a good job, yeah. no kids, et cetera, et cetera, not, never been married. And you know what? That guy is already married. <laughs> he got married in undergrad. He is off the table. It is gone. It is over. You know? That is so, cold. Hey, that is gone. cold. <laughs> hey, cold. You know, sometimes the truth hurts. But that guy is gone. You know? And with that being said, there's a lot of, I think, very good brothers that I think there's opportunity for a lot of black women to build with, mm. you know, and I'm the first person to say, I don't think anyone should settle. I don't yeah. think black women should settle for this anything like that's ridiculous. Mm. But I also think that people need to be understanding in terms of quote unquote people that have lists and lists goes for both men and women, Yeah, you know, that things in your list is just like a deal breaker. And I think that for a lot of, men and women, things that are not as, not things that are not really big picture important, I think are important for people when they're younger that are not as important as they get older. Mm. You know, like things like in terms of like physical disposition, I'm not saying like get someone that you clearly are not attracted to, like don't do that, <laughs> that's not going to work. But I think that saying like, you know, someone still has to have a six pack, and I'm like, well, okay, I mean, that's great, yeah. but you know, is that going to be the deal breaker on this guy? that say maybe he treats you well and he'll be a good husband and a good father to your children, you know? So these are all factors that I think people should take in consideration, you know, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a complicated issue, Well, you, but I think that, yeah. No, you've touched on a really great point. So look, here's the deal. So there's, we're going to talk about your, your live events because I know you've done two and I think they're both based downtown and I know the That's location correct. yeah, and they're great locations. That's really interesting. But before we get there, what, if someone's listening to us right now and there's a professional woman out there, there's a professional guy out there, what really should they be focusing on when they were looking for a partner? Because maybe they're making the same mistake. So what should they be looking for in a person? Well, to be honest, I mean, to be honest with you, I think that, and this is something that's really important for both my wife and I as people of faith, because we're, we're both Christian and we believe in God, is to find someone that has core things in common with you. You know, like, if you're Christian, you with someone that's Christian, dating someone that's not Christian is probably not going to make sense. Mm. Same for my brothers and sisters of other faiths that maybe if you're Muslim. If you're a Muslim man or Muslim woman, and you want someone that's Muslim, probably should make, date people that are Muslim. <laughs> that just makes sense. Yeah. You know, I think that a lot of times people don't focus on these core things that are very important to them. I am also think, personally, when 
when I was dating my wife, I'm really interested in your family. Mm. Who is your family? Mm. <laughs> you know, because I think when you marry a man or a woman, you know, you need to make sure that, you know, at least hopefully that you you agree and you get along with their family. Because mm. they're not marrying that person. You're marrying the mom, <laughs> their dad, it's their true. siblings. And if the, if the parents don't treat you well, if their extended family don't treat you well, I think, personally, it's a full errand to proceed. Because your life will be unnecessarily stressful. Mm. You know, and I think that life in and of itself is already stressful. You don't need to knowingly complicate it. You know, so I think when you date people, you're dating the family as well. You should know, you know, where they're coming from. You know, then basic things like do people, does the person you're with want to have children? These are important things to discuss before you get too far along in the process. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and I think, yeah. Look, we're going into 2020, right? I mean, should we flip the tables? Should women, should the sisters be asking the brothers for dates now? Should, you know, if you're walking down the street, if you're in Eaton, center if you're in the mall if you're downtown if you're anywhere in this great fabulous city of ours toronto should you be approaching should the females be approaching the brothers now and saying hey look caught your eye i like you let's go for a date um if i if, so i'm gonna this is a perfect i'm in canada now situation yeah <laughs> in the south where i'm from yeah. i would say no because most men do not roll that way most right. men will approach women okay. but canada's a very different place and I think the brothers here might need some assistance. So I would suggest the woman to approach that brother if you think he looks nice. Because <laughs> based on what I've seen, he's not going to talk to you. Right. And the word no has never killed anybody. Or the rejection, should yeah. I say. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, but I think personally, best case scenario, the man should ideally approach. But Canada's a very different place. So, yeah, it, it really, really is. Uh, and it's so, so fascinating, this conversation. Um, because sometimes I, I don't want to believe it. it's, a, it's a different place, but it does move differently. Now, Derek, tell me about your live events. The first one that you did, um, let the audience know, where did you have it? We had it at the Duke of Wellington. Okay. They're very good friends of Noir Love. And how did that go down? So my wife realized when our first event sold out in 18 hours Wow! that we were on to something. But I have, I have a caveat to that. Yeah. Is it was 85 women, 15 what? men. So, hold up, yeah. hold up, hold up, hold up. Can you just repeat that? It was 85 black women and only 15 men. That's crazy. And we realized that this was a good and a bad problem. So my wife said, prudently, shut down that version of the site yeah. and have a category only for men. And that created some balance. So then we were able to get over, you know, 75 men to sign up. So we usually had eventually 85, 85, you know? Wow. Um, but the event, I felt we had over 120, 130 people show up, oh. um, which was super exciting for our first event. It's amazing. So we did know that we, we hit on we hit on a nerve mm. and we thought that things went well. But I think like any, any, any new development, there was room for improvement. Mm. So we feel that our second event was even better than our first. This yeah. one also sold out. Over 100 people showed up. It's insane. Um, and one of the things that we're really mindful of is, you know, my wife and I do this because, to be honest with you, is because it's fun. <laughs> we like doing it. You know, okay. like, we've, we've been very fortunate to find love, you know, with each other. And we have our son, Harper, now. Beautiful. But, like, but we're really mindful that, like, 
it's hard out there. We don't like seeing our our good friends, both men and women, mm. be single. Yeah. We don't think they actually should be. And actually, I'm a big proponent of black families. You yeah. know? And I think that the community is stronger when our communities are together. So yeah. we feel if we can provide that that support, we, we we're happy to do so. And just describe the event. Now, I know you've got all these people coming. I mean, do, do they get a card? Did, how do they mingle and interact with people? Because I'm thinking you guys have set the menu, but how are people eating off the table? So just set that up for us. You know, so this, you know, and I, I can't take credit for this. My, my wife is the, the... Derek, maybe the I should MC. be speaking to your wife. I mean, she seems to be the, yeah. the DNA behind this. Yeah, you know, <laughs> probably should. But my, my no. wife is, you know, right now she's actually, you know, taking care of our, our son. Okay, that's He's okay. unfortunately been under the weather. Oh, no. But, um, you know, but in terms of the event, she had a really great idea. And mm. trust me, most of the ideas that we have in the family that are good are usually hers. <laughs> is we, she provided everyone a card. Right. So when people come in, they get a card and it's their goal to find a match. What? So that, you know, creates, yeah, that creates an opportunity for people to connect. I love it. Be, to be intentional, you know, we do really cool stuff. We do live interviews. Yeah. So people get to essentially say, you know, what you would have on, say, like an online site, like, why should someone pick you? Yeah. So we get men and women to come up there randomly and do their thing. Brilliant. Um, and I think people really enjoy that. You know, one thing we like to do is provide people customized Nora Love popcorn. So that when oh. they do leave, they get a little bit of a, a gift from us. So that's just kind of some of the things in a secret sauce. We actually have also been bringing in some, some, we like to support the community, the broader black love community. Yeah. So our last event, we invited a few professionals in the space to share what they do for black love in Canada. Wow. And gave them a platform to share what they do. Um, because a lot of times these communities are disparate and yeah. spread out over different platforms. And we said, hey, you know, let's, we, if we can provide an opportunity for people in the space to share, let them share. Yeah, and I think those those entrepreneurs actually both were black women and give them an opportunity to share what they do. Um, you know, but you know we, we're really excited that we're trying to create with Nora Love. Um, our next event is actually you know is coming up. Yeah, um, so we're really looking forward to that. And you know, I personally have tried to lead the foundation. We were actually looking at you know possibly have a love summit. Wow! In the later part of this year and bring in maybe our goal or at least. You know, my goal for this is perhaps over a thousand black professionals to converge on Toronto and find love. You, so I honestly, Derek, sorry to cut you, man, but I honestly think you're onto something, Ken. I'm not just saying it for for sake. I I contacted you. I think somewhere in the middle of October. So when I got this response, you can see my email was rapidly sent back to you. And it is so good to talk because I know Toronto has needed this for a very, very long time. I think the days of people going out to nightclubs to meet people are waning, if not over and played out. So I really do believe this platform is going to be amazing. Now, your second event, you want to tell everybody the date when that is going to happen and the website. Yeah, so our third, so our third event is going to take place on Tuesday, February fourth, yeah, twenty twenty, at the Duke of Wellington. Okay. And for individuals that would like to get tickets, they can go to Eventbrite and put in Noir Love N O I R excuse me L O V E. Um, individuals can also go to our website. We're actually in the process of updating it. Yeah. With the 
coordinates for this event, so it may not be up right now, but within the next couple of days, we should have it linked to our website, which is www.noirlobe.com. Um, but that's another avenue to get tickets for this event. Um, we actually have our early, early bird until um, December 31st, which is $15 for this event. But then thereafter, the January 1st, it goes up to $20 and then, you know, higher as the event gets closer. But we really want to provide, you know, this is fairly affordable um, <laughs> to go and meet, you know, a lot of black professionals, you know, because I think what really distinguishes Nora Love from other black kind of gatherings is that we're not a party. This is not the club. <laughs> this is not this is not twerk something. Don't okay. do that. That would be inappropriate. Yeah. Um, this is not a networking event where people can kind of hide behind the whole I just want to meet some a new friend. I'm glad you no, said that. You're not this is not a networking event. I'm this glad is you said for that. black people that are single yeah. and looking for a relationship. Yeah. You know, and that's why you're there. So not married. I think trying to get you know, something on the side. Marriage, you know, but this is for people that are serious. I yeah. think that, you know, if you want to find something that is not of substance, there's a lot of platforms for that. <laughs> um, if you're trying to find a quick fix, there's platforms for that. But if you come to a Noir love event, we're yeah. looking for people that are serious. If we know that you are in a relationship or married, you need to go. This Absolutely. is not the event for you. We yeah. will call you out and we'll take you away. Yeah. You know, that this is not for that. Um, and we think that, you know, this is, this is, this is necessary. This is needed. Um, and I won't lie. It's, it's hard. You know, this is hard work. Yeah, absolutely. It is hard, hard work yeah. to get people to come out. Mm. Um, because this is, this is, you know, this is rarefied air in terms of what we're trying to do. And I think the best is yet to come. You know what? I totally agree with you. I think there are, are people in our community that have been waiting for something like this and i don't i i see this as a bigger thing that you guys are doing i see this as an actual platform with multifunctional angles looking at the whole relationship thing in our community right because um i find i've had i've got numerous friends who have been married and you know unfortunately they've divorced and what have you there's one thing getting your foot into the relationship, but then you also got to stay in that relationship. And I often tell people it's okay to um, say I love you, but I honestly believe it's equally, if not more important, to be in love with your partner. Right? That is the that is true. That sustains the, the durability of that relationship. So I know Noir Love is gonna be a groundbreaking hit for 2020 I and belong. Well, I, I definitely appreciate that. I mean, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I find great joy in what my wife and I are doing together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you know, it's super exciting when we get an opportunity. It's super exciting when we see people connect. You know, I actually, I do have one story, by the way. Yeah, go for it. Um, you know, I had a really sharp brother, and it was the funniest thing on the planet. So we were doing these live interviews. Yeah. And there was this sharp brother that we, we invited to come out to the event. Yeah. And during the interviews, people were a little rambunctious <laughs> and talkative. Yeah. So this brother got on the stage. It was dead silent. hundred people, quiet. All the women were paying attention. And it made me happy because you could tell that people were serious. People were serious. And the same brother who told me, I got, I have to leave this event 
like an hour before he actually ended up leaving, he's like, I got to go. And then, like, I saw him an hour later. We were packing up our equipment. And I was like, I thought you had to leave an hour ago. He was like, I had to leave to talk to this young lady right here. Wow. And they were talking for an hour plus and just having a good old conversation. And to me, that's, that's why we created Noir Love. That is excellent. We want to provide an opportunity for, for, for black men and black women to connect in a safe environment. Yeah. You know, um, there, there will be no foolishness tolerated. Um, and just connect. And just have a good time. You know, we, oh, by the way, we do have a DJ. Okay. We have our event. And we'll give a shout to our DJ, DJ L. Um, she's a fantastic young female DJ. Um, you know, we're really, we think that's really important um, to support black-owned businesses. And, you know, if there's any black-owned businesses that would like to be a part of the, of the Noir Love community, please feel free to reach out. Because we, we believe, just like my church, um, Kingdom House Christian Center in Brampton, we're stronger together. Absolutely. So, come on out. Well, you know what? This has absolutely been amazing. And, well, I tell you, 2020 is just around the corner, if not here already. Um, you are our first guest on FAQ Toronto. And as we always say on FAQ Toronto, you know, it's not for the few, it's for the many. We really do appreciate it.